0: Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3 5 emotional manifester, right angle cross of Eden.
1: And I'm Monique, a 1 4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love.
0: And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design.
1: We'd like to offer you
0: inspiration,
1: information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together.
0: So buckle up, or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. Today you get the pleasure of just having Monique and I again and while we love having guests we also love the space where it gets to just be the two of us. Just the
1: two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back everybody. How's everyone doing? We hope everyone's doing well. We're sending so much love. We're excited to be here together. Just the two of us, like Amy said, Uh, I love how we can hold space for both. Having, having guests on has been so exciting uh, at this point in our journey with the podcast and um, having these episodes where it's just us has been equally as exciting. And I love that we get to do both. So thanks for listening and tuning in and staying with us on this journey so far oh thanks for coming back and listening and joining us again today we're going to be getting into two of the energy types we're gonna obviously start with our own energy types because where else would we start on this um, energy type episode journey so today we're going to talk about amy's type the manifestor auric design energy type and my type the projector aura and energetic design type and we're gonna just see what comes up we're gonna talk about you know we're gonna obviously let amy speak on being a manifestor, and we're gonna let me speak on being protector. we're gonna let us also speak on the other side uh because we've both been gifted with uh the other types in our lives closely i have a lot of manifestors right amy you have a lot of projectors so yeah well we're gonna we're gonna get into um some themes and lived experiences revolving uh our energetic designs and we're going to discuss yeah manifestors and projectors all things manifestors and projectors today
0: uh, and and see what comes up. Does that feel good? Feels great. Yeah. All right, cool. We're excited. We you know, we've said from the beginning our intention is to, you know, share whatever it is that we feel called, content-wise to share through our lived experiences. We've said that from day one, and to not be super teachy or preachy, but we keep referring to things from time to time when we get questions. So when we feel called to give you know, a little more clarity on some of our lived experiences, why not? That's what we get to do. We say this all the time. We get to do this however the fuck we want. So here we are. <laughs> We're showing up yeah, and just felt excited to share how amazing they are independently you know, and how they can work collectively, because that's, I mean, there's a portion of each of us bumping around in this 3D experience, so we might as well get to know everybody, you know, starting right. with ourselves first, so I don't know, what are you feeling, what are we going to start with?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know. Let's see. Let's, um, I feel like I always want to start with manifestors. <laughs> I don't know why,
0: but it's just where I always go to first. So let's just do that. If that's cool with you, why not? So, um, you know, I get to speak very openly and honestly about this one, cause this is my energy type. Sometimes people refer to it as aura. So if you hear that, um, it's, it's kind of the same thing as energy type in the language of human design. And when I first heard this and, you know, from the teachings that I was learning and the podcast that I was taking in, you know, we kind of, we've shared that we just literally got ourselves entrenched in this stuff. I did not like how it sounded to hear that I was closed and repelling. I was like, what? Um, But I will tell you there's a reason for that. And I kind of chose to position it more of closed and impactful. And so if I am truly here, my role to play in this 3d experience is to initiate and inform and with the intention that that will create impact i feel like the closed aura is protection it's protection so that i can stay on my path and not be so concerned who's in or who's not you've likely heard me say already i'm not for everyone and that's okay uh, there's probably another manifester out there who is initiating and creating impact that would be for you then. Um, and then, you know, Monique has a lot, she attracts a lot of manifestors in her life. And conversely, I attract a lot of beautiful projectors in my life. So we get to talk about it from both perspectives. So Monique, do you feel like um, I am repelling and closed? <laughs> <laughs> Only when you want to be.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah um no I don't know I don't I don't I don't get that from any of the manifestors in my life I mean I understand it I understand it knowing the people that I know that are manifestors I've I feel like I've seen it play out a lot for the people that I know that are manifestors like as a projector who sees things in other people's lives I think that I've seen the dynamic play out a lot for the manifestors that I do know um in terms of people experiencing their aura maybe in this closed and or repelling way i also feel intimidating should be thrown in there or something because there's or and maybe it's just because the manifesto aura is closed and there's this mystery about it because of that and maybe that's why but you know, I think that that's something, there's like this level of intimidation. I feel like that manifestor energy gives off sometimes to other people. And it's misunderstood energy, really, I think more than anything else, because, you know, when you think about Uh, somebody that you let's say look up to or idolize or you know you i mean i think often it's because they have a level of self-confidence or uh you know they're assertive in a way you know you want to be like them for these reasons of them they're powerful or they're empowering or you know our idols that we or they inspire like they have those same traits that like a manifester does you know Mm -hmm. um that sometimes can be misconstrued uh, i think by the other energy types as um threatening or intimidating or can come off scary because it's not un- understood and be- because it's closed you know it's not as easy to catch an energetic read that's just the bottom line here it's not um it's very if you think of i like to sometimes for myself this helps take things to a place of just mechanics with human design in terms of energy, because it takes the personal and the emotional out of it for me. And that for me helps me, uh, detach and look at life in different ways. Cause I can be way too emotionally attached otherwise to all kinds of things, you know, that don't need to really serve me. And, um, yeah, I, I see that and I, I appreciate it. And I think that as a projector, I get a, like a little bit more of a sneak peek into maybe manifestors or as maybe than some of the other types, that's my personal opinion. Um, and I, I just have lived it too. You know, I, I've talked about my best friend who's a manifestor. Um, one of my brothers is I've seen it very close and personally in my life. And I've, I've also just experienced the, the real joy in having manifestors near me and it's just empowering. And it's a, I like to picture them as like fires, and they like let these little sparks fly off them, you know, with their ideas and initiations and information. And whoever like catches that spark, it's like, oh, now I'm like lit up like a fire, and I can go like burn some shit down, or I mean, you know, whatever. The metaphor is you want to go like there, some shit but up yourself, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's better. Or it's, whatever sometimes manifestors burn shit down that's a yeah, fact we do. too Fuck, you yeah. like that you like that stuff yeah. it's just yeah it's very fearless this energy of like fearlessness and maybe that's again because of the clothes and you know I'm my aura is almost the opposite in, in a lot of ways I feel like than a manifestors because it's you know we'll, we'll get to that but it's for me it's um I look at it and I'm like in all a little bit of it like wow I always like picture like if I'm going into like somewhere scary that is like I want the like my manifestor with me so that I could like go behind them, like walk like right behind them, like I just kind of use their like aura as like shield, (laughs) you know, (laughs) for my softy projector absorbing us. But, you know, I just I don't know, I find this like real encouraging empowerment. Uh, But, you know, I could also really understand, especially if you think about people and the insecurities that we all carry around with us as humans. And how we play that off of other people that we come in contact with. And so, if a manifester has this strong energy that's unreadable and somebody's insecure in themselves for reasons, you know, we as humans will find a way to make that about somebody else around us, you know, real yeah. quick. Yeah. We're great at that. The mind is great at that. <laughs> and stories, and you know, so. Um, I just, I, I really see so much beauty in empowering manifestors to really align, you know, with you. I've gotten to see that and the, the impactfulness that can come from that. And it's just so, um, unexpected often when manifestor will just be speaking and it's so, you know, just words coming out of their mouth often. And it's like, you just changed someone's life with like one sentence that you said, um, when you're brave enough to be that way, you know, all the time, no matter what that's going to do for the other. And that's hard. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know what that life experience is. And um, yeah, I just, I admire it. And I think that it should, um, you know, be, be, be looked at like with love that closed and repelling aura. God. <laughs> you
0: know? I just feel so accepted by you. I could just listen to you talk about it all day, but that's not what this episode's for. But I, <laughs> I appreciate the perspective that you always offer because I can tell you, I don't in my lifetime, I haven't always felt accepted or appreciated or even acknowledged. Probably in some instances, there's probably a lot more judgment or, I'm okay. I have, I've heard all the things that you said. I've heard, God him, you're intimidating or threatening or um, inspiring. Those and any of them, I, I, they're all okay with me. And I think the older I get, the more I honor them. It's like you said it's like me courageously showing up in the way that I, you know really feel called to anyway. Um, But for a really long time, you know, I was told I was too much. Sometimes that Mm -hmm. still comes up, you know, depending on whom I'm around, Um, you know, probably feeling I'm not special. Therefore I play smaller, you know, and that's really, really uncomfortable to, to be honest about because there's oftentimes, you know, we talk about these urges that we have and it's just like, I don't care who this is for. I know it is. And I just want to say it or share it or show it or do it or whatever it is. Um, and then there's some conditioning or programming or some external circumstances that, you know, keep you small. And, um, I, you know, I, I we all get to work on those. We all get to work on those. And that has definitely been a journey for me. Um, some of like the hardness, I've, I've heard that, you know, hardness mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. Um, inability to, uh, you know, play well with others a little bit. And I, um, I honor that more than I used to. I used to conform and show up how others want who, how I felt. And in some instances was told how others wanted me to be Mm
1: -hmm. literally
0: the language, you know, don't be like that makes me want to like drive into a tree. You know, I just, I like, don't, like that. Don't fucking tell me what to be. It's that controlling, you know, I mean, you guys can't see me, but I'm trying not to clench my fists. You know, it's just, (laughs) it's so um, debilitating. That's just the word. And it does create anger to bubble up, which, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not meant to feel we've had that episode on the not self and yeah. You know, I have a, a, something came up when you were talking and
1: it's making me think like uh, something that I've read about manifestors and I mean, you don't want to inform for lots of reasons, right? Let's be honest. There's a lot of, we could go about this for a lot of ways. One of them is you don't really see the point. You don't really care what anybody else is doing. So why am I telling you what I'm doing? Right? Type of a lot of manifestors kind of think like that. Like you're not, I'm just, you're here. You're kind of just just want to do what you want to do. And and you want everybody else to do that too. And, you know, you, you right. That's one reason. Or maybe you don't want to inform because you don't want the feedback or the response. Me. Right. And it, that's yeah, me. right. And in the past you, we've received that. And now, now um, I, I, I said to my brother, the one that's a manifester who doesn't know a lot about design recently, I was uh, explaining the informing thing and uh, his, one of his responses was, um, oh yeah talking talking is risky sometimes and I started laughing he's like Cause sometimes you start talking and then you, you don't even realize what the heck is all coming and you're like I didn't want all that so that's another reason there's a lot of reasons but I think one of them and you, I, I'm, that's this is around the question I want to ask is uh, uh, regarding like you get these urges right which I have to say as a not manifester is a a thing that I don't fully understand what that feels like, like a manifestor urge. Like I, if people can't see me. I'm moving my body up every time I say the word urge. But because that's how I picture it. I picture it as this like thing that just needs to come out of your mouth, basically, like you said. And, and I get it. I don't know what it feels like, but most manifestors that I've discussed with fully resonate with the with the word urge. It's something that I feel like you guys feel. Like it's feeling this in your body. Like I just got it. Say this. And like you said, you don't know what it's for, who it's for, or why, but you've learned to lean into trusting that. But I've heard and seen in the experiences I've had with them, manifestors, um, or maybe just people want to have like a a full thought or full plan. Like so you get this urge, and then you wanna your your body and everything in you wants to just say it or do it or whatever. And it's, but you're like, I don't even have a plan yet about that. How am I going to like share this bananas idea? Or like, you need a reason why, why what am I going to do with this idea? Or how am I going to even play this idea? This is, I need to like first get it together and then I'll tell the people around me. I feel like there's that, that conditioning,
0: you know, that's been taught. Of, yes. Is that accurate? A hundred percent. And Do you feel that likely Uh, because you've, you exercised it sometime in your life, because just intuitively you, you know, felt called to do that. And then external conditioning told you that that was wrong. Mm -hmm. So then you don't want to do it anymore. So then you try to strategize and make sense Mm -hmm. of all the ways that you can express your urge, but then have the evidence or the research or the steps or the blah, blah, blah. And that's, we're, we're, we're getting out of our lane. I'm taking Mm -hmm. over somebody else's or role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like,
1: yeah, it's really interesting for me to think about it like that for, for the manifestors, because I just feel like as human condition, we want to have like, you know, all the things before we talk about our things. Like, we're very scared to talk about, Just our ideas or just these like feelings, maybe that we have. And we want reasons, right? Is a lot of it like you want a reason, like why you have this urge or this idea, or like this, like, like what is that, what is that even gonna do for me if I even make that urge play out? That doesn't even like I don't know. That's not gonna make me money or I don't know, get me for I don't know, but it but it's still there. So it's there for a reason.
0: We don't don't think think about. from my perspective and the manifestors in my life that i know we don't think about what's this going to do we don't think Mm -hmm. about the next step
1: Mm -hmm. we don't even
0: typically see the impact it's somebody else responding that Mm -hmm. helps us see or you beautiful projectors who share with us that Mm -hmm. you know or even a reflector was reflecting it back right like everybody can but it's not like I have this urge or this idea or this, you know, desire to share something because I then see what that's going to do that. Like there's mm-hmm. that's, that totally dilutes it. I don't even want to take those steps. I'm just ready to share it. And here's a cliff. Notes do you example. think that you did? Um, yeah. And then I was Sorry. shut the hell down. Yeah. yeah. Here's Go a perfect example. Ahead. Ahead. My son, you know, um, just finished his junior year in college and um, in one of his classes, he had an urge. And so he's, he's a manifester. He spoke to it. And of course he was shut down because he didn't have evidence. He didn't have the next steps. He didn't have everything lined up. And so he, you know, he called me and he's wow. like, this is like, why do I bother type of thing, right? And I'm mm. like, but that's the way the system, I don't ever want you to shut that down. My, I invited him to say, "Well, that's that part's not my role." I haven't thought mm-hmm. that part through, but this was, you know, something. And it what he came up with was was freaking brilliant.
1: I'm sure. I'm but sure.
0: This is where, like, we society shuts us down.
1: Yeah, that's and a so great example. And so then we go
0: and we're like, "Oh, I got to use my detail and my blah blah blah." And no, no, mm. we're we're actually getting out of our lane and diluting the power that somebody mm-hmm. other energy type has. So, mm-hmm, you know. mm-hmm. and I, I, gosh,
1: I, I, we could talk about this for another hour and a half, I know, but, but I, we I move do want to, I want to say two more things though, about manifestors, because one is something I heard a manifestor speaking on recently, and it was about them enjoying being initiated as well. The manifester was like, I don't necessarily want to be boxed into this place where I'm the only one that can initiate in my life. I want people in my life that are willing to still, you know, invite me on things. Or, you know, if I like, I don't want to be the one that's always like, hey, can I go on your podcast or like things like this, like this, like feeling of always having to initiate Um, or fine if you always have to initiate. But like you want that, too. You want to feel the fire, the sparks, too. Um, and if we get too boxed into this idea of like manifestors are here to, you know, initiate an impact, they're the ones like, and then we get too, like, we're just going backwards, right? We're not taking this information for what it is. We're going back into these boxes where it's like, I'm the projector. I'll just wait until, you know, Amy will always initiate me. It's like, no, Amy wants me to sometimes bring information to her so much. And then that also encourages, I think, the manifestor to want to give information back, right? When we're giving openly to you, it's got to make you feel better to give back also to that person, right?
0: Yes. And it has to feel really safe for us. And mm-hmm. you make it feel really safe for me, but I will tell you there are instances where it doesn't feel safe.
1: <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure. I really like the example that you gave of your son in the school um, setting because I could see that so easily playing out. Um, and and it again, it's this is like it's not really anybody's fault, you know. That professor is, you know, trying to keep his class going or whatever and on schedule. I don't know, like the way that things have always been taught. But uh, the beauty is that. Your son has a mom like you, who's raising him in his design. So he, and he gets to hear what you said to him. Don't ever shut that down. You keep doing that because what you said is true. You are just here to do the urges.
0: Just say them, just say them. And And, then, and let me tell you, let other people
1: figure it out. Yeah.
0: And then he says, I don't know. I haven't gotten to that part. Mm -hmm. It's the mic drop. It's like, nope, I don't have to do that much, you know? Yeah. And let that be enough. Because it's let me beautiful. tell you when when you allow yourself to do it that boldly people mm-hmm. do just go okay that's fair and then they move yeah. on. Yeah. I'm not I'm not having him have that shut
1: down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great and that's how things are changing, right? That's how we're shifting societally in ways like that. Exactly. You know, um, enough manifestors start showing up in classrooms and expressing the urges like that eventually the classroom like you know dynamic is going to change one of those urges said out loud is going to change um gosh i can think of so many examples but Jeannie changes systems all the time she doesn't even realize it but by her like making a phone call she did this once she made a phone call to a doctor's office about something like they didn't have a system in place of of, of, of information that she wanted it was like really hard for her to get she had to go through 50 like and she just called the office she's like listen there should just be something in place i feel like where this is just easier to get this information like if you guys just had this it would save you a bunch of phone like i don't know what she said she said whatever she said and literally just called them to tell them that like listen i just feel and they guess what They like now have systems in place to get that info to the people and it just streamlined the process for the whole fucking office. She's not even involved with these people, but this is like the ways that like, you just have to express and be bold enough to really listen to your body and do that. And, and, you know, um, love yourself enough, I think too, to show up like that um and and, you know trust that the rest is it's not I don't need to get in that lane that's it I'm just here to make the phone call and let you you know here's what I'm thinking yeah (laughs) and and I love when Amy approaches things like that with me she's like I have this idea thinking about this thing and she'll tell it to me and then I get all kinds of sparks you know I'm like oh I love that this that the other all kinds of stuff starts coming out that's the whole idea here Oh, I just remembered the one other thing I want to mention about manifestors is that you're not sacral beings. And I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously we know that and we've said that and maybe the people know that. I don't know, but I feel like because you are like, it's pretty clear that projectors and reflectors aren't sacral beings. Like, I don't, there's like, you know, like the, the way that it's described and the way that our strategies go like, you know, but manifestors you're tricky, you know? Mm I mean, I look at Jeannie and I'm like, that bitch has a sacral sometimes. <laughs> There's got your schedule sometimes. I'm like, Amy, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you doing this many things in a day? So that to a projector to another non-sacral comes off to me like, I couldn't do that. I know I couldn't do that much stuff in a day. I know that. I've always known that. Now the only difference is I don't make myself feel bad anymore about it, um, you know, like I did for years. But I've always known that I can't move like that. And it is fast. Manifestors are fast. And so when you see a manifester and a man-gen, there might look like similarities, I think, to to, to as, a, as an outside type of both of those types. Um, I can see that. You know, I can see manifestors being received, uh, looking like uh, on the surface, and then your closed aura. I can't catch a read. Also, but like, you've got to be a man, Jen. There's no way you can be getting this. But, 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 you are non-sacral beings, and I think that's something that we need to remind people about manifestors too, because y'all need to check out too, right? You need those rest periods
0: is what they're called, right? Yep. And I have been building those in more and more. I mean, you would have never before caught me taking 20 in the middle of a day just to say, you know, tap out or even what, and I am honoring that more and more because why not? And and the idea
1: is well, yeah. And guess what happens manifestors when you are honoring those rests for yourself. And I know it's hard manifestor. I know it is. Trust me. I see you. I see you guys want to move and do all your ideas and say all the things and, you know, but when you give yourself that rest period, however, that looks for you, because it can look different, way different. Maybe, you know, your rest periods are short. Maybe yours are long. I don't know. Right. Every human's different, but those breaks, and however, you get to unplug, disconnect, whatever you want to say from your go get everything done like fast energy is where you get space for those other urges to brew right like I heard a manifestor saying it the other day how she could feel something percolating yes right and Mm -hmm. how that's why sometimes she needs to pull back even though she wants to keep going yes and doing more things she knows now learning design stuff that she needs to, to slow down a little bit and take maybe a rest period here because something else is brewing. And if you don't take that, then you're not going to, that urge might not show up. It might just, you know, I don't know, not brew all the way. I don't know how that
0: works, that's, but that's how it feels. It feels like, cause I'm literally in the midst of that right now. And I have felt, I told you this, I've told you this every day this week, I felt so tired and mm. it pisses me off mm-hmm. and I'm trying to just love it and <laughs> honor the wisdom that my body is offering me. But I've also been having this urge to put something together. I have kind of something that I'm working on and it's like, oh, I see. I see Mm -hmm. why I'm not going to, quote unquote, push through. That's my old language. Fuck that noise. That is a no. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's not completely, it hasn't completely percolated, right? It hasn't filled its way out. And so I think this is only my experience. That's what I get to offer. That if I don't allow myself that spaciousness, then who it's meant to land for it won't. Because I haven't given it the time to allow it to come to its fullest fruition so that then I can share it. And there have been times in my life where I'm like, I've got the urge and I just want to jump on it and it didn't land. And now I have, plus I also have emotional authority. So I'm giving myself, I'm letting all of those things brew together. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still in my experiment. I'm going to be in it forever. And so TBD on how it all unfolds, but you yeah. literally, you know, are ex- Expressing something that I'm experiencing right now. And it's super cool that I'm that's awesome. Letting myself navigate it differently than I have in the past. Because in 20 yeah. even in 2020, when I just I mean, I learned about this at the end of 19 and started headfirst in it in January of 20. And even in 20, I was like, got an idea, act on it. And I have some evidence that it worked, but if I probably would have let it vet out a little more, I see that now. I'm always I'm a three, right? I'm gonna fucking bounce around. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, I just, um,
1: I, yeah, I think that it's, it's so much about timing, you know, a lot of this strategizing, a lot of this using our strategy and authority is about the working with timing of life, I feel like, and the timing of the things. And when we are out of alignment, I think we're pushing through, right. Or we're powering and we're missing that timing, that perfect timing, you know, that we could have if we weren't, you know, if we're giving ourselves that time to, yeah. to rest, you know what I mean? Instead of pushing through, we're missing, like you said, you know, maybe you missed that opportunity to, to say that urge in that one right moment where it would have changed the fucking world. Who knows? You know, right. let's go do projectors. Of because course. Let's Yay! just do that. Yeah. Right? Get it. Get our mouthfuls out of the way now. And um, yeah, let's talk about projectors. So um, I, I did mention that our auras are almost the opposite of the manifestors. And I don't know whether that's true or not. But when I said that, what I was thinking about was, you know, when I think manifestors closed aura is... In, in terms of mine, uh, I've often used the word penetrating in this podcast and um, you hear that a lot for for projectors and I like it. It sits fine with me. I, I get that about myself um, and um, I think it's a good word to to energetically express how it could feel sometimes um, with the projector and that can be good or bad, right? <laughs> maybe we like to be penetrated, maybe we don't in that moment. And um, But the other word uh, that also w- was about how uh, absorbing our aura is. And this is something that I um, started to think about just the other day, like the, the juxtaposition of both. Uh, the projector's aura is so inside of the other right? We're so, uh, you know, in there and really like getting in all the stuff that you might not even be ready to see about yourself yet. Right. And at the same time, we are taking in, in that same deep way. So if you think about that, the way that energetically my aura is absorbing energy of the people around me and the places around me, it's, it's, it's really the opposite of yours is how it makes me think about it. You're you're unaffected maybe in in such a way where I am deeply, uh, uh, you know, disproportionately almost affected, right? With some of these experiences or people, maybe. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: A hundred percent it makes sense. And my heart goes out to you because where I have this (laughs) protective coating, it's like your shield is off. And Mm -hmm. so you've got to learn how to create that protection for yourself, or, you know, I love to use the word boundaries here, you know, of, but I wonder if, you know, and I'm not the one who created this. So I didn't get to talk to Ra to ask exactly how that all, you know, unraveled, but I wonder if it is (laughs) so you can see and be that um, like, Guide, auditor, whatever it is that we want to refer to it as. I, I want to call it something way more um, just amazing and delicious than that. But you just have this beautiful energy about seeing, because you do it with me. You see things that I'm just like, and then you share them with me that I'm just like, wow. And from such a non judgmental place. And I'll tell you, I have more projectors in my life than I have anything else. And you're all very non-judgmental. And so while God love you guys having the ability to see into everything, maybe, maybe the protective coding for you is that you see it without judgment. And so then, mm-hmm. then when you share the, you know, brilliance and wisdom you have of how we might improve, you know, and it's improvement from the quality of to you know, affect and impact everyone. It's just, Mm -hmm. um, you know, think of the leader that has the manifestor aura versus the leader that has the projector aura. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
0: like, you're sitting right beside me. You're like holding my hand. You're like saying it from such a place of, I just keep coming back to non-judgment because the light, the world is so full of judgment. And the insights that you have and the ability you have to be the way shower is just, it's, I'm in awe of it. I'm just, I'm just in complete awe of it. And um, I, I mean, you know, I'm grateful that I have so many I'm surrounded by so many, because I think I lived a life full of a lot of judgment. And now I just, you give me the space to even release that for myself so much. So mm. while I don't know what it feels like to have that penetrating, like that seeing into things so much, what I see from you is seeing into it from a non-judgmental place gives you that beautiful authority to guide and way show and it I feel just in full trust of it versus mm-hmm. hey, what's your agenda here? You know, I don't right. feel that way with the projector ever. Right.
1: Right. You're, you're, I think you're touching on something really cool. Um, and thank you because everything you said just made me feel so good. Um, but I, I appreciate being seen like that so much. I can't tell you how much that ma- that matters. I've, I never really even realized how much that mattered to me. Projectors out there, get some people in your lives that fucking see you. That's yes. my best advice to you because I can't tell you what it's done for me. Like literally I, I'm crying again but like having people really see me like just even when what you just said is everything it makes oh it's so different than um i can't express how different it feels to be seen in for those for those things that you just named versus like the things that i've been i don't know told i wish i could think of an example right now but i'm getting emotional so but i think that you're touching on something really um, interesting, because you're, what you're saying, and you always say this, right, about this level of non-judgment, and what you're saying now, I wonder if it is around, um, we since we can see so deeply into all the people that we choose to, right, and in, in our experiences, um, how could we possibly judge, right? Like, we've seen, I've seen I don't know. I've seen the insides, let's say, of everybody I've ever encountered. Like, right? Let's if that's how my aura works. I've been, and um, and I don't know if that's for every projector. I don't know if they feel like that. We always talk about this from our own perspective. And for me though, I kind of have always had this sentiment of like, how could I judge? Because I I think though, too, the flip is that I feel like um people must see all those things about me too that I'm seeing in them and maybe so maybe they are maybe they're not but the experience that I'm having is that I'm seeing all these things about you and if you're seeing all those things about me I would hate for you to call me out on one and make me feel bad about it because I know that I've got things inside of me like we all do that we might not necessarily want to share with them or you know, be called out about or be put you know, on the spot for, or be judged on. And for me, one of the things that will, I mean, it will fuck up a relationship really quickly for me is if I feel like the person beside me is judging me yeah. in, in a way that is unfair because how could you possibly know what I am feeling right now and why I'm doing the thing? How could you know that? You know, you couldn't. And so for me to assume like I could pass judgment on someone else is absurd. How could I possibly know what your experience is? I don't know. That's always been very clear to me. And I have to say, I have a very... um, non-judgmental mother when it comes to like in how I was loved and father I mean of course everybody passes judgment we all have their ways and um I could see ways my mom can be judgy but never in the way that she loved and um I do think that 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 was part of the example too I always it was always very clear to me that if you were going to love somebody you don't get to judge them not if you're really here to love them like unconditionally not if you want that back sorry, that's not how that works. Like, if I'm expecting somebody to love me with no conditions and no judgment, then I have to give that back. How else could I possibly expect to receive that? And I think that what you brought up is something to note, because maybe that's why the experience, it feels uh, maybe profoundly deeper sometimes for projectors or more intense, or, you know, we are maybe literally experiencing it more deeply inside, or I don't know, you know, it's something to think about that level of depth of perception, I think is maybe what it is around what we're talking about. Right.
0: God, I'm just blown away with everything that you just said. And I didn't think that I could love you more, but I already do. Yeah. And- <laughs> I literally didn't. And, um, I, that just struck such a good nerve with me that because you can see into us, why would you even judge? Because you assume that we can see into you, which PS we can't, (laughs) Um, but that's, that's why you're the guide. That's why you're the way shower. That's why, but yet you're so brilliant! Oh my god, I just I need to process all that. I'm gonna have to listen to this several times. And
1: <laughs> I love when Amy holds her head.
0: That's <laughs> what she's doing right now, you
1: guys. Whenever she's like really having like some things happening in the processing
0: in there, she's holds her head, and I love what she does. That. Because um, I, I, you know, every projector that I get the gift of experiencing. And remember, you guys, I, we love all energy types. So you know, I don't want anybody out there going you know, womp, womp, you know, I don't want that. But there is such a level of depth mm-hmm. with projectors. And you just showed me a way that it's even deeper than I even knew. Mm. And that's gotta be a lot to carry. That's gotta be a I, lot to carry.
1: I think it is. And I think that, you know, where well, that's why I said, I think you're touching, you, you made me think about this in a, in a, in a new way. Um, And and yeah, it is a lot to carry. And I think that that's, again, why this information was so um, uh, freeing and liberating for me. You know, it really was like I got lighter, like I got lighter in my body, my shoulders, my insides felt lighter, like my existence, like walking around, doing the thing felt lighter because now I know. That I need to one budget my energy and where I put it. The focus of my energy matters so much, mm-hmm. and 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 because whatever I'm putting it on, I'm also taking it, mm-hmm. and it goes both ways. And so, I, I you know I don't think I ever fully realized how much I was. I always I always have said this about myself that I've had like boundary issues. Like I don't I can never really tell where I ended and my partner began. I always, that line was always very blurry for me. It was blurry for me. It's blurry for me with my friendships always. You know, I was always a girl that had a best friend, you know, Um, and and that made me feel secure. You know, I don't know that like the needing of the other is a thing for projectors. That's a thing too, which again, I got to tell you, if you're hearing this and this sounds not empowering, please do not hear it like that. Because when I say that, the needing of the other is a thing for projectors. We are energy masters, really, when we start to really understand how we can see, right? We are here to basically guide, like you said, but the reason we could do this is because we can see the most efficient way for energy to work in a room, in a group, in, in a situation. There's an efficiency to how projectors can, can use their energy and uh focus their energy and uh exchange it right but if you don't know that and you're a projector you're just out here all willy-nilly like you know doing the exchange taking in blah, 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 blah. you have no idea who the fuck you are anymore it was my experience no idea who the fuck you are you have penetrated and absorbed your way through life and between that and your aura design and the conditioning we experience societally, I mean, it's a shit show to really fucking uncover who you are at that point, if you don't know what your energy is doing. And like, that's why it was just so liberating for me to understand, you know, when I started learning the projector, it, it didn't just land because, I don't know, I mean, it landed because well, God, shit, that makes a lot more sense for yeah. me to do it that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it make a lot more sense for me to, my favorite words these days are energy budget, my, mm-hmm. my, you know, and, and really pick and choose where I focus that penetrating aura and, and what I'm absorbing in, knowing how that works for me, you know? And, and projectors, again, we're designed, if you think about a projector, right, right? Uh, like the actual tangible object of a projector, not the human design word, like a projector that pops a screen on the whatever. It's a spotlight energy, right? We have a, this spotlight. We are meant to be seen and recognized. We're meant to have a spotlight on us, but we're not, we're not designed uh, in a way that allows us to feel comfortable always stepping into that spotlight. Yeah. You know, being seen is the really scary part for a projector, probably because of the same reasons that you mentioned in your manifesto example, because we've shown ourselves, you know, really bared our fucking selves somewhere and got shut down or got destroyed about it. And then I, you know, I don't know if this is me. I have a lot of stuff in my chart. That's, you know, I'm innocence motivation and I have that gate 25 and it's like, you know, a vessel of love, but there's this level of like uh i can't understand sometimes how people could do the things they do or act the way they act or have the agendas they have on things like it's i cannot understand it it does not compute i i've never ever thought to strategize in that way to like get what i want well but also i've never had to because protectors you don't have to, it's gonna, you're meant to be seen. And like, so when you align in the right, with the right people, with the right people in the right environments and, and allow yourself to, to be seen that it will just, it just shows uh, you're meant to be given the things to show up, you know, the invitations, there's a reason why our strategy is an invitation. It's, you know, just, just, uh, put yourself, my, my encouragement to you is to really think about how you like to see people, how you like people to see you, and then find those people, find those places and get really seen like that. Feel what that feels like. And then, and what it feels like to give back your, your projector pokey absorbing energy to that energy, what you get back from that, and then just start seeing what comes up because using our energy like this is beautiful. You guys, it's beautiful. It's um, it's easier than uh, it's easier than the alternative for me. It
0: has been. And uh, you know, that was a long ramp,
1: but it was, necessary. God, it was so
0: good though. And it was so necessary for all you projectors out there. And I'm just thinking of, you know, parents that have projectors. I mean, thank God Mia has you Monique, because You're going to, you know, you're going to see for her what you see for yourself so much. And that, um, I, I, you know, I've had the luxury of talking to some parents like, like you, your mom's a generator and some generator moms or parents out there that have projector kiddos. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is very, very different. I mean, projectors are non-sacral as well, but boy, you're programmed to show up with it just like I am. Mm -hmm. And, um. The depth of which you feel is so different than the other energy types for
1: real. Thank you for naming that. Thank you for naming that. And thank you for saying that about, um, my daughter, Mia, because I do think about that. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And, um, especially because, um, you know, again, I'm going to go back to the, the reason why this info, again, is so important, not just to, I, I, I get that everybody wants to understand themselves and that is where we should all start. Um, but it has also, I can see it already happening, kind of like gives my child this ability to understand that not everybody is going to see her or the things the same way as she does. And that may sound kind of whatever, like, obviously we all see things differently, but I got to tell you, there is a different, I didn't know this because I assumed that everybody saw this just like you assumed probably everybody had these urge idea things. I don't know. We assume that people feel the way we feel. And I assumed that everybody saw the things I saw and I'm learning that they don't. There has been interactions that I witness all day, every day that the other energy types around me don't see. They're not even seeing these exchanges. They're not even seeing them, and that's bananas for me to think about because I just like well, that's like clear as day to me to see how that person reacted back to that thing or whatever. Um, I don't even process all of the things I'm actually seeing because it's just that's life as a projector. That's how you're seeing everything, and. Um, And understanding that not everybody has that, that's not everybody's way, um, has taken like, I don't know, my daughter doesn't, she doesn't, what I see right now from her is her not having the same expectations of other people around her as maybe I have had. In in experiences, and exchanges, even in friendships, in something as simple as friendships, you know, even little kid friendships, you know, Um, she understands that she's always, my, my daughter's always understood how to share. That's never, that was never a thing I had to teach her. It always made sense for her to share. And like, you could say, oh, she's a sweet kid or, you know, and she is. She's absolutely a kind, sweet soul, but I think, you know, she's, she's been able to see people her whole life. She can see inside everyone. She's around every other kid that she interacts with. She can see them clear as day yeah. and they maybe can't do that with her. And that's why, you know, man, jen's maybe need to be taught to share more. I don't know. I just picked man, jen's. I love <laughs> you all know. I want to be you in my next life. So whatever I can say that, but, you know, I'm just saying there's a level of, understanding that she's just that's it she gets that like if her best friend is a different type than her she maybe is not going to see her in the same way that she sees her and that's going to be okay yeah. and um you know uh and because because the other types have their other gifts too but I think that it's really cool that we got into how um you said that that's a heavy it's a heavier place to to be I think sometimes as a projector and we may not realize scary.
0: that a lot yeah. To carry yeah, a lot to carry. That's what I'm
1: thinking. And I think, yeah, maybe that's something that we don't realize or that we don't, maybe that we don't realize that everybody's not doing that. Right. Because I, I feel like that's something, both of my parents, something that I I know that I've always felt in some way. And again, I have amazing parents. They always gave me this feeling of like, why are you letting it matter so much? Like, just my mom is queen of like, Bleh. Don't worry about what they they, like. She just like, don't like, don't let it bother you. If you don't like that, person, don't focus on that person. Just focus over here. Like, you know, these simple like, you know, my dad, like, why are you letting yourself get so sad? Like, why is it affecting you so much? Like, for so or for so long or whatever it was, this feeling of like, and not in a bad way, just like they couldn't understand like, Mm -hmm. why I couldn't just shift my focus you know, like my mom can't cause she's a generator yeah. or, you know, or, or, um, I, I just think that it's different. Yeah. I think that it's, there's a difference in how the experiences are affecting me is how I'm seeing it now. I wasn't just over dramatically affected. Maybe I, I really was more deeply affected because of how my energy is designed.
0: Yeah. And, and, and all the Yeah. All of that. And it's all chart. fine. Yeah. All of that in your chart for sure. For yeah. Yeah. Sure. To to
1: wrap up my long projector rant here, because it was just, I feel like it's really special how we got into some of this part of the the auric design. Um, This is why recognition and waiting for the invitation is such a protection built-in thing. That's the protection for us, for projectors, I think. You know, maybe it's not built into our aura, but what is, is our ability to choose our focus and our ability to truly wait for the aligned invitations to show up for us and not settling for the invitations what you know oh this is this is good this is good enough I you know I feel good about this and talking ourselves into these things that you know we we can see guys that's our thing we can see so if we're seeing that this is not the thing, it's probably not the thing, projector, like, you know, trust, trust that you can align yourself to um, aligned supportive invitations for your projector design. If you really start to choose and pick where you focus your energy, where you you budget, Um, budget your energy, think about it like money. If, if, I don't know, that was helpful for me. Um, And
0: knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a big piece of it for you beautiful people because if you're not engaged with the audience the aligned audience it's going to fall on deaf ears 100 percent. Sure? yes yeah. yeah and that's
1: again about timing like we said supportive timing in terms of the process you know for us um, in my case I'm a splenic projector so I'm kind of You know, meant to move quickly, maybe. You know, I have right arrows. I'm a little more fluid, right? But, you know, a mental projector or an emotional projector, you take your time. I don't know. Take your time and move the, you know, and with if you have, you know, if your quad left or you have a lot of left, take your time. I don't know. But understanding that um, you know, we've talked about this too. There's a lot of different types of projectors and just like, you know, there are different types of manifestors. We're all going to experience this in different ways. And we're here to offer you ways that it's played out for us. And yes. hopefully you can pull from that and, um, you know, see parts of yourselves in, and and hopefully some of the storytelling and, you know, uh, or maybe people, you know, and uh, understand them better. You know, I think that again we always go back to that level of understanding and compassion for the other that arises when we start to really get into some of this stuff it's fucking beautiful it's yes. it's, it's just the, my favorite thing
0: yes because everything that we've shared you know and today in this episode we've talked exclusively about our two energy types right because mm-hmm. that's our biggest lived experience but now we're inviting you to take what lands and have your own experiment if if that's you know because you are going to take little nuggets and then you're going to test them out for yourself. Or if you have this energy type in your life, it's like helping you see them a little more into what their life experience is, because we're just like we've said in, in, you know, another episode, it's the compassion that you offer with having that information and that intelligence for sure. Yeah.
1: And I invite people, you know, pick one thing, pick one thing we said, maybe talked about or one example that you could like and and choose one person in your life or choose yourself, whoever, whatever works better for you and just work, like play around with that. That one yes. thing that we said and see if that does anything for you. See if it eases up, see if it may, if you're a projector, see if you feel lighter, like I described, you know, if you're a manifester, like Amy, see if that I felt um, allows you. To-
0: it yes. does. I felt just a ton of peace. And I feel like I've softened into mm. loving all the parts of me. And isn't that what we say all the time? Love yourself. Because if you Mm -hmm. love yourself first, how you love everything else and the ripple effect that it has is, it's just, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. And I think just the more that, you know, the more that you understand how your closed and repelling aura works and the more that you, lean into that and start showing up with that with faith and trust in that, the more that everybody around you starts to get it, the more that yeah. they can see you and understand you, right? With that close and um aura, you know, yeah. if you're willing to share more and be more um exposed or or vulnerable with your voice, if you're a manifester, then guess what? You're being seen more and understood more by the other. And, you know, and you're doing your strategy at the same time you're informing all in one, you know, two birds, one stone, every, all the things are happening. And we're meant to work in harmony. And like you used a good word, you said softened. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a beautiful word because I feel like I have softened as well Mm -hmm. by learning this information and allowing myself um, I know, I know that I have calmed down. I know that people in my life would just say that about me. I was super high strung and, and um, really just, and, and, you know, of course that comes with an alignment and not self stuff and things of that nature. But a big part of that was this level of understanding how my aura is different than the others. Yeah, And, and that alone um has just allowed me to fucking relax a little bit like okay I get it now I get it I don't have to like hold on to these things that I just I thought that I thought that they were seeing it the same way so like obviously I was getting bitter about it but no they just didn't see it and I never said it so how could I possibly sit here you know and that's just one way that I think of that but yeah it just it's it's that's the whole idea here. Let's work harmonically.
0: Yeah. The last invitation I would offer, and this goes for any energy type, but I'll tell you specifically about something that I've done. You know, we talk about the level of acceptance that we have when we learn our designs. And so when someone challenges me and, you know, I, I, shared earlier that I felt a lot of judgment in my life. Um, when someone challenges me or says, you know, shame on you, oh, that makes me just want to croak or just, you know, languaging like that. I'll actually say, I love who I am and not say another thing Mm -hmm. because my invitation is I want everybody to feel that way. I want everyone. And I, that's been a long road and a lot of work for me to get there, but it is my truth. And that is me honoring and accepting and aligning myself to my beautiful design. And that's what I would, you know, that's the space I hold for everyone that's on their journey with this too, that they'll get to that place. If you're not there yet, that just you know, I love who I am. Because love let me that. tell you, it is a showstopper for the person on the other end. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> yeah. Of,
1: you know, I love that, Amy. And this is why you and I found each other because that is what I want for everyone too. I I I want everyone to be able to say that. Yeah. I love and, who and I mean am. It, right? And mean it. Yeah. And mean it. Yeah. And I um I'm, you know, we're still in that process, but. Yeah, man, I could say those words in a way that I couldn't. Um, I, and I, you it know, feels and I. It's
0: good to say it. Yeah, it's not. And it's not catty. It's not snarky. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like when I say it, I'm at peace. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't feel the effect of the harshness that was being, you know, spewed upon me in that moment because I just I love mm-hmm. who I am. You know? Yeah, and and this is
1: not from a cocky like. I'm the shit, like, I'm the best, like, type of energy. This is just, like, I am at peace with who I am. I'm in acceptance and love. I'm, like, in love with who I am. Yeah. I, you know, that's what I said uh, about this year. I just wanted to fall in love with myself again. Yeah. Yep. Is something that I really was striving for in my life because I have spent a lot of years falling in love with other people. I'm really great at it. I'm vessel of love, guys. I like, <laughs> I love love. And um I didn't realize like I didn't. I didn't even know myself well enough to love myself the way that I had been in love with others. And, you know, that's very projector of me. But um, again, that's another way that I took back my powers of focusing your energy on yourself as a projector is mind-blowingly powerful. Because you would be surprised how much energy we are putting in our external relationships and not even realizing it. Oh, we just okay. don't realize it, you yeah. know. We don't realize that it. it's how we learn. So we do it, and yeah. um, we feel good. We feel good with the other and learning and exploring that. And then we're like, we're lost, and we're like, who? who but what? Mm-hmm. Wait. And then, oh gosh. Anyways,
0: let's not get all back into it. But um, I, I trust. Love- I trust that whatever it is that we shared today, Monique, and only covering our two whoever's meant to hear it will. And it's going to have the impact that we held the intention for. I just trust that. I trust that every Me time, too. even Me if too. we never know, that's what I say to myself. Every time I go to share and initiate and inform, mm-hmm. it's okay. If I never know, I just trust mm-hmm. that it touches one person, one person that's always enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's that's beautiful. And I love that too. I always think about that. If one person hears one thing I said throughout my day that like makes Their life a little better that day. Then I'm winning. I feel successful. That's when I feel my signature. I do. It could be one person, and and it's often the littlest things. And so I love that part too. Sometimes it's these little things that we can say we don't even realize. That's happened to me. You know, people have come back to me and said something like, "Gosh, you know, you told me this weeks ago." It's happened at my bar job sometimes. Said this thing to me weeks ago, and you know, really stuck with me. And you know, I just I never thought of it that way or something like that. And it's like, wow, like. I mean, man, if I gave you one ounce of uh, self-empowerment or self-acceptance or self-love through one sharing of my experience, then I'm golden. That's what I'm here to do.
0: Well, of course, it's going to pour out of you because you feel that way about yourself. We don't Mm. realize that 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 impact that that has starts
1: with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fully trust what you said too. everything, um, you know, and it makes sense that we got all into our energy types as deep as we did because it's our lived experiences from, you know, from where other place could we better speak on than this. This is the, the, the most, um, this is the most general information about, I would say about the chart, right. Is our type. It's the, it's like the biggest, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is the top of the base, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like the top of the box. I don't know whatever you guys get what i'm saying and um it's it's uh it's a great place to start and it's so important to
0: understand Mm -hmm. this one piece before you go Mm -hmm. trying to figure out all the other pieces it's so important so yeah take this in we're gonna definitely cover the other three in another episode we just felt called to do it from the place that we both sit. And then we saw as we were getting into it, you know, it's, it unfolds like it's meant to so, always does yeah. always does. Yeah. And
1: um, I'm grateful Amy for your manifestor self. And I'm so proud to see you step into your beautiful boldness and your impact um, and initiation on my life already has done so much. So, you know, we know it's working
0: <laughs> for that. And I am just forever grateful. As I tell you, I'm pretty sure every day, and if I've missed a day, I'll make up for it tomorrow, but you're, um, the way that you see me and the safety that I feel that it, you're just one of those people that I have just fully allowed to see into me. And that's just such a beautiful gift because for a long time, I had a pretty tough exterior where I wouldn't let anybody in. So You know, um, I feel more empowered to be unapologetically who I am because of my relationship with you. So please continue letting your light in that penetrating aura, you know, shine with the world because we need it, we need it big time.
1: Thank you for that. I receive all of that and I love how you see me too. I tell you that all the time, you know, it means so much. It means so much. So if you are a projector, or a manifester, or if you love a projector or a manifester, or if you have a child or any of those things, um, please know that we shared from, from this place of a uh, real personal um, self-expression in the hopes that you take that into your own life and your loved ones. And um, yeah, play, play with that information and, and see if your relationships don't
0: grow in beautiful ways. And they will. They really will. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for sticking with us for another, you know, lengthy episode, but it's, it's so important that we share. So we appreciate you being a part of this community with us and uh, we'll be back with another episode on the other three.
1: Yes. Thank you all for listening and staying with us and until the next
0: one. Yep. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like
1: what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released.
0: And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five star review. Otherwise, never mind, maybe just keep that to yourself.
1: And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I. Both have offerings for that.
0: We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. Today we are offering another bonus episode. And I am one of your co hosts, Amy. And this episode is me being interviewed on one of my friends and fellow coaches and human design junkie, Laura Adair, who has her own podcast titled Health and Wellness Made Easy. Now this is the second appearance I have on Laura's podcast, and this one just felt really close to home to share with my beautiful human design community, because we do touch on how human design has impacted our lives and how we feel differently about it as it relates to other personality typing modalities that are out there. But I talk a lot in this episode about my journey of becoming unapologetically me. And while we're offering these bonus episodes so that you can get to know us better from different angles or perspectives and just kind of how we show up in the world, we felt like it was important for you to also hear how we weave in human design and our lived experiences with what we're doing and all the ways that we show up. So I hope you enjoy this episode, Laura and I go in deep, we go quick, we cut to the chase, there isn't a lot of fluff. So you'll see this being a little bit of a shorter episode than what Monique and I usually hold together. We get riffing and it can go on and we have to rein it in. With my left dominant facing arrows, I can say a lot and get to the point in a short amount of time. So hopefully this will hit the spot for whoever is meant to hear this and would love any and all feedback, but we just really feel called to continue to deepen our relationship with our beautiful podcast community and love and cherish so many of you showing up and listening and sharing with us how the impact this is having. We really feel called to do this from a place of helping you live fully into your beautiful design in full acceptance of who you are. And if using the languaging of becoming unapologetically you feels good to you. Please use it in your life as well. We just want you to love yourself, love all the parts of you, because once you feel like you can truly embrace that, how you show up for others is so much better. So enjoy this episode and enjoy the rest of your week. I want to take a minute and tell you a little bit more about Laura. She's the host for the podcast episode you're about to listen to and she has a website and I've included the website and her Instagram handle in the show notes where she shows the offering she has for human design readings. She is a 4-6 sacral manifesting generator and she is learning to live in her design and deconditioning from the areas that don't feel aligned, that no longer feel aligned, right? From the programming that we show up with. She's a life and health coach and has offerings for that. She's a masterful massage therapist. And then, of course, she has this podcast that she has lots of great episodes with value. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Laura for hosting me, letting me be on her podcast. We've known each other for a lot of years. And so just wanted to give the offerings that she has available out there for anyone who feels called.